You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. It's not out of the question, and and uh, it would have to be, uh, I, I would think, and I, this is one of the first things I thought of, let's have our spring football in October. If we're going to have a season in January, it's just uh, we, we're going to have to wait and see if indeed we can have, and we're at a point to announce a, a, a scheduled season. So I, I think that, that that would be outstanding for all the various entities that I that I just talked about players coaches and fans uh, but it's a little too soon to discuss that because really uh, we're, we're just with them uh, the coaches are just with them for 12 hours a week they would need full 20 uh, like uh, the other conferences that aren't shut down are, are enjoying right now and hopefully we can get that changed and make some progress here so uh, people have some answers up and welcome here to this edition of the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, and A. Klaus as we start you off with athletic director Bill Moose, who was on the Husker Sports Network for his weekly show, or his monthly show on Tuesday, uh, was on for an hour. And I thought, guys, this was a good way to start things off, um, discussing the calendar and where things are at. Nebraska is back in what's called a 12-hour week, um, which means you get five hours of lifting, five hours of walk-through practice time with helmets, um, and then two hours of meeting times with coaches. So uh, rest of the country that's playing gets 20 hours. The Big Ten, the Pac-12, Mac, and Mountain West get 12. So you heard kind of his thoughts there. But really we don't know what the next move is going to be. And if the Big Ten does move forward with, say, a January season, I think the thought is let's get back those 15 spring practices. Let's have them in October and ha- and then you know ha- have the ability to go back to a 20-hour week and then if you do do that, maybe a spring game in Memorial Stadium in October is kind of the optimistic view of if this January plan moves forward. Well, I know there was hope that they would get those spring practices. I guess they have 13 remaining, those back in, in the summer. I mean, back when uh, the initial ball started to roll where they canceled spring ball, you know, they were looking at maybe playing them in, or having them in June with you know maybe even a spring game in the summer. So, I mean, this is something that Nebraska's always been – hoping for and considering because they understand the value not only of those spring practices but uh, in a time of uh, economic crunch uh, being able to put together some sort of uh, public scrimmage whether it's just something that's televised or you can actually get some people in the stands whatever it may be uh, there's extreme value in that as well so uh, I mean obviously there's a lot still to be determined Uh, there's very much uh, a lot of uh, unsettled aspects to this whole situation Uh, but it sounds like if worse comes to worse and there's uh, you know, absolutely going to be no football games played in the Big Ten in 2020, then at least let them have full practices. Get them back to the 20-hour-a-week model where you can put on pads uh, and actually you know, make up what you were, was already taken away back in the spring. Yeah, can, can you imagine what the <laughs> – I mean, what it would be like if the game, if there was, you know, a, a de facto spring game that happened at, at some point this fall. I mean, the – the buzz surrounding that, I think, like here, a Super Bowl, yeah, here. in Nebraska. Regardless, I think whether, whether a lot of not, Kevin Warren signs in the well, stadium. Oh yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I think even if even if there weren't fans in the stands, if they were able to to turn that into a a pay per view, or even if it was on, you know, there'll be fans in the stands. Yeah, I mean, I, I think there'll be some number. If they did this, I think you would get at least 30,000 fans. Yeah, because yeah. basically it's up to the school and the, the state government, right? And the mayor and, yeah. you know, your ordinances, um, health directors. But it would be interesting. I, mean, I, I even heard of another theory. How about you do 
three Saturday deals in October and allow a third of your season ticket holders into each one of the three. Now, Jim Rose came up with that idea, and I go, that's not a bad idea. Because they, they would normally do Saturday scrimmages. They'd just be closed you know, during a spring ball, so why not open those up to some people? Yeah. I mean, they, they already let a bunch of people in the stands anyway with like the coaches convention and all that stuff. So, I mean, it's, they, they have opportunities to, I think, have something to, to give back to the fans and give them some some form. Well, of in the economy of Lincoln downtown, I mean, exactly. I, it's not going to save anything. If, I mean, I really – but it would help. Yeah, well, that's yeah it. throw that's some just throw a bone a little bit. I mean, it, the I think the buzz surrounding anything uh, that that they were able to to put together potentially would be just ridiculous. It'd be off the charts. I think you're listening here to the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Nate Klaus, Robert Washett. We do know Nate though. Recruiting visits are shut off until at least November first. Uh, well, through the end of October, or? end of September, yeah, October uh, through September, through September, yeah. October first, theoretically, would be um, the best case scenario for for visits to start. So, um, but who knows? I mean, at this point in time, I don't see. I mean, I don't see any anything that gives me you know a lot of optimism surrounding the NCAA lifting the dead period at, at this point. So, I would not count on that happening. Um, and really right now I, I wouldn't really count on any type of visits happening this fall. So, uh, but we'll see. I mean, stranger things have happened with the NCAA. I think right now too, guys, it's, it's kind of a, a gamble by both leagues whose plan is going to work. And obviously the three power five leagues that are going feel strongly their plan is going to work. We've already seen one game, uh, Virginia Tech, North Carolina State have to get postponed from September 12th to September 26th because of uh, a COVID outbreak. I know Oklahoma has an entire position group out right now with COVID um, where the Big Ten is like our plan is going to be probably January, eight games over nine weeks in domes in Minneapolis and uh, places like Indianapolis and Detroit with a Big Ten title game, then maybe a Rose Bowl um, against the Pac-12 winner um, probably in April or, or something like that. So you know, both leagues have their plan. Obviously, I, I feel like the other three have a leg up right now because they're going right away, and the college football playoff is still going to recognize them where the Big Ten and Pac-12 will not be recognized. So, obviously, Kevin Warren and his people are gambling with this idea and the plan, but um, if that's the plan they go with, I mean, you, you, you have no choice but to embrace it. Yeah, and, you know, it's interesting. Uh, early on, on Wednesday, our, our Penn State rival site, Blue and White, Illustrated just put out a report uh, basically saying, according to their sources, there's there's a preset uh, schedule that's in the works right now where it would be an eight-game schedule that would begin the week after New Year's Day. Uh, oh, it wouldn't be January 1. Yeah, likely kicking off on Wednesday, January 7th, or Thursday, January 8th, and progressing through the weekend. And the goal would be to not have games overlapping with each other, uh, so you can basically capitalize on the, the TV windows. Uh, no games on campuses. Uh, they would be moved to neutral sites, where which are still to be determined. Every team would have at least one bye. And then, like you said, Sean, there would be a championship game between the East winner and the West winner, and then uh, the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. So sounds like there's a, a plan coming together, according to you know various sources. And um, if that's the case, then you know I like the fact that they're jumping right on it, doing it in January well, have to. and getting the ball rolling, not not delaying this thing into February, March, or whatever it may be. Because the longer you wait, the bigger well, impact it's going to have on any normal of a fall season 2021. If they don't play, Nate, it's a billion dollar hit. Yeah, I mean, so they've got to figure out something because no one in the world is built to take a billion dollar hit nobody is and and not only 
with schools in the Big Ten, but you're talking about two, two of the, <laughs> you know, two of the five power uh, conferences in the nation. I mean, you, you'd take those those schools out, you know, that wouldn't be able to to survive this, and you completely change the landscape of college football, maybe forever. And so that you have to you have to have something coming together. And so I mean, this plan is encouraging, still less than ideal in my opinion, but if you are able to start it right away in in early january and and you know have have somewhat of a, a season and and to cap it off with a rose bowl um you know i guess it's better than nothing uh, but i'm still you know I, I hate being pessimistic about it but i'm still um not completely on board and, and i'm interested to see exactly how this will uh play out if and if in fact this is the the plan that they try to uh you know lay out for everyone all right we'll continue this discussion next you're listening here to the Husker Online show